In a world full of so many crazy, interesting life experiences, it feels so good to have someone listen while you share yours. Hi, assalamualaikum. I'm Sharifa Kendi, and this is Tea Talks, the show that takes you on a very, on a very interesting, amazing journey on people's life. So, guess what? Today, I would be having myself on my show because I thought to myself. If I will be taking you guys on an amazing journey of people's life, why I might as well take you on a very interesting, crazy, bumpy journey of my life. Oh, this is going to be fun. Sit back and enjoy. Welcome back to T-Talks. Yeah, before the short break, I I told you guys I'll be having myself on my show. So, yeah, it is. Well, what would I be starting with? Aside from the fact that I am Kendi Sherifat. Kendi Taiwo Sherifat. And my friends call me KTS. Well, um, there are a lot of crazy moments in my life and a lot of interesting sad moments in my life i think i would be starting from um yeah are there any funny stories or memories or character yeah there's this one time i tried to steal power bank from my dad that was the most craziest as in the most craziest moment in my life like it was on a day it was the night and i was on a call with some someone who happened to be my friend we were on this on the phone for a very long time and i was enjoying the conversation so my battery went down i was so frustrated there was no light and i needed to continue the conversation i was on one percent then it struck to me i have a power I, we have a power bank. I like to call it we, but it was my dad's power bank. So when I got, and it was in his room, I was in my room. So I sat down and I was thinking, how am I to get this power bank from my dad's room? Guess what I did? I had the craziest idea that, all right, I was going to sneak into his room and remove it in the middle of the night. So I was at the front of his door. It was it was dark, but I managed to get to the front of his door and I opened the door so quietly. Then I snuck into the room. When I got inside the room, okay, I was inside. Yes. My aim was for the power bank and I knew it was going to be beside this bed in his drawers. So when I got inside when I got inside I lay down flat on the floor and I was crawling. Wait. So I had movement. I had movement and I I was shocked. Then I I, I took a pause and um, my dad shifted, I think, because it was so dark so I couldn't see what he was doing on his bed. So he moved or shifted because I had voice, uh, movement on the bed. So I stood there for about what looks like 10 seconds and um, I continued because he, he stays in a very large room and the distance from the door to the bread dryer was about like, if I'm not mistaken, five minutes walk. 
So I was crawling, you know, the crawling is going to make it a bit easier, um, a bit slower. So I was taking my time, then flashlight, by that just on flashlight, I was like, who's there? Do you know what I did? I laid out flat, trying to, trying to get even with the rug. Like, he couldn't still see me. I was there shaking. Then he just on the flashlight directly into my eye and i was like oh dad you're awake i can't take on you if you were sleeping and it was so shocked and he was just looking at me then he called me to come closer then i moved closer to him i was like what am i looking for i said i came to check on him i thought i had voices he was like oh that is fine do you know what i still took the power bank then i took it it was unknown to me that my dad already figured out what i was doing so the next morning he called me and he called my sisters and he started telling them that, do you know what, your sister is a thief. And I'm like, no, dad, I didn't do anything. He said, she snuck into my room to steal power bank. I was laughing. Oh, my God. That day was so, so, as in, it was so funny that when, anytime I sit back and, you know, and check on that time, I would just be laughing. Like, what kind of crazy girl I am. So, I think that's that on my craziest moments in my life and um one of the most important lessons i've learned so far in my life is um i've learned to be very very you know no matter the situation you meet yourself no matter the the condition you have to trust in god and always keep going i think that's one eye for one person because I could remember the time when I was at home for over four years after my OND. I couldn't get admission into a, a university and um, it was quite challenging for me. There are so many times that I was going to sit and cry because I saw my mates, they were all graduates and, um, you know, it was, they were, they were in school at the verge of graduating and I was there sitting down, not even in any university. The only consolation I had was I had a degree that's OND in accounting. So the, the, when I got admitted into my present school and that's Lasso, I was very, very happy. I was in, my, my sisters would always tell me then that, um, I I always get this consolation that, you know, nothing happens against the will of God. So I would always console myself, cry my bed to, uh, cry myself to sleep sometimes. But then again, I learned that whatever he's meant to be will always be, no matter what. P- what is meant for you will always find your way. It might just take time and no prayer is left unanswered. I think that's the lesson I've learned so far. And, um, as for, um, the most important person in my life, I would say are my family right now, cause they have been a lot of inspiration to me and, um, motivation. Like I get my motivation from them, my siblings, most especially my two sisters. I have, I take them as my mentor cause they really inspire me in so many ways that you can ever imagine. Like whenever I'm having problem, I look back at their, I, I run to them, they give me advice and 
boom i'm back to myself well i can say i am one of the most nicest being you ever meet because i am always smiling yes no matter the condition i always smile like even if i'm deadly hot i will always smile and um one of my low low moments in my life was losing my father because it was it was so painful because i don't know watching we we've grown we were we were not that close at first but you know as time goes on when he was sick that we had to take care of him we became so close that i got so used to him and when he died and i think that was like five months ago i was very devastated like I was, I felt the whole world was crumbling again, it was crumbling, I felt very, very, very devastated, but you know what, you wouldn't even know, as I was going through those pain, I was, I kept it all to myself, but times, sometimes I call my sister and I break down, sometimes I cry, because I wanted to be this strong girl, you can call me Ben, but I wanted to be this strong girl, and I, I was, I, I didn't want people to perceive me as being weak uh so i tried very very hard but it wasn't easy it wasn't so easy for me because i i went through a lot and i still believe i'm still going through some of the pains but i think with time it's going to heal because i couldn't focus and um so that is that on my lolo experience i have taken you guys through on my high moments my low moments so i um what is the i would like to tell you what is the proudest of that i've ever done uh i think that is me getting good grades in my school and um uh, yeah i'm very proud of that and um being uh um what i'm proud at is um my proudest is i think me having a show uh, yeah i'm very proud of that uh <laughs> i don't know yeah i'm proud about a lot of things actually because people call me proud sometimes and i I don't, I don't see it as a bad way yes i am proud about a lot of things because i've made a lot of accomplishments in my life like eg i'm a tailor please you might not see that as an accomplishment but to me it is a big deal excuse me i'm a tailor a baker and also a presenter so please that's a lot in my life and I'm very glad. So do I have any regrets? Yes, I have any I have a lot of regrets, but eh, uh, but one thing I regret ever is not trusting God at first. That's one thing I am that I think I regret most in my life is not placing my full trust in God and um what does my future hold i have no idea what my future hold but i'm certainly not worried about that because i love the way my life is and i think i am i am going to just enjoy the way it is for now and i don't know what god has god has in store for me but i know i'm just going to keep pushing and enjoy the moment because you know yeah so let me just take you guys through one thing after my exam my concluded exam i thought to myself taiwo 
what are we going to do? Like, T, what are we going to do? We need to have this fun because I'm a very fun person. And I thought to myself, why not have a vacation? And I called it, I even named it Tication. I know my friends know about it. I named it Tication. It was so much easier to think of it. And when I got to the point that, okay, Tication has started, my bank account started dropping because I started going out and I was on red. But, you know, I've already told people I'm going to have this vacation. So I had to keep going no matter what. <laughs> Call me crazy. But then again, I had to enjoy myself. That's one lesson. I One thing I have for you guys is um, to always enjoy yourself. See, Oga, life is too short, I beg. <laughs> you only have one shot in this life. Oh. And as well as you're enjoying yourself, you have to keep your spiritual life balanced. So I try as much as possible to enjoy myself to the fullest, like to the brim. I do things and I'm very glad with myself because I am always, always enjoying What a story. We'll be right back after the short break. into the my neighbor's car and left me so i was there waiting stressed because my friend left me already i was stressed waiting for my brother to come back and all and i didn't see him and it was running late so i walked down to the other junction that probably is waiting for me there that i thought i went out with some of my friends so i went there i couldn't find him then i saw the last set of people coming out which happens to be that boy i think his name is felix Oh, yeah, so facing the reality. Oh, so when I entered my current university, I had to go through a lot of challenges because, you know, I've been at home in my own space. Like, you know, I built a wall around myself. It was just basically, yeah, I had to learn um, some skills. So it was basically from my home to my workplace back home to my i i didn't have the chance to meet with a lot of people and um i was just on my own with my family members you know those were just i was just in a very very cool safe space and i think i enjoyed it i was like that for four years so me getting an admission into another school brought a oh it took a whole toll on me like i was there to face the reality mixed with people with different character i had to stay in an hostel with a lot of people with different character at first it was very 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 challenging but you know i had to go through um i don't know faces that you know i told myself this is it t you've gotten to the um university and you have to live with it you know it was a lot of things were too new to me Mind you, I wasn't, it's not like I'm naive, but you know, when you've been in a particular place for so long, you tend to get used to the environment and you moving to another place looks like you're all trying to learn again, like a new, you're entering a new phase in your life. So, you know, meeting people with different thinking, sometimes when I say some things or do something, you know, people look at me and see it as one very big deal. And uh, to me, it wasn't because my family never complained and all. So I had to move into the reality of life. Sometimes I cried. Sometimes I feel frustrated. Sometimes I, 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 sometimes I blame myself that why, why, 
why did I even have to go to university that I should have just stayed at home, you know, crazy. And it was quite, it has been fun. I just find a way to make it fun. Anything I've been through, make it fun for myself. And I think that is it on um, me eating the reality of life. Then, you know, me, it was, while I was in school, I thought about this show that, okay, fine. Because I get to meet a lot of people and I saw different things. You know, aside social media now, you know, it, um, social media gives you a lot of um, stories. But you meeting with people, having them talk about themselves, and um, it really gives you an insight on what reality life is like. You'll be like, wow, when you hear some people share their experience, I'm like, wow. So you've been through this and um, you tend to learn from it and um, it makes things much easier. You know, you have fun learning, knowing that some things go, uh, some things really happen in life. And um, it's really nice, actually. Well, school school life was very frustrating for me, for I, for my personal, like from crazy lectures to this thing. And... Um, it was, it was just uh, about that. So, um, you know, when I was in, when I'm in school, when I got to school, I never thought of um, a lot of things, like marriage, for example. And when I got to school and I see people talk about marriage, I'm like, whoa, whoa, slow down. Hey, me, I never even pictured myself as a wife material. And some people would tell me, oh, you look, you are wifey and all. I'm like, eh, see this one, no, wifey in bo. So, you know, I had to adjust a lot of things. Actually, it was quite very challenging. So that is just on reality. And, um, um, what um, I'm trying to see what I can um yes 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 there are quite a lot of important people in my life I think I've said that already and um I've given you those people that are quite important in my life and um that should be my siblings and few of my friends for now and um you know and um, let me take you back to when I had this crazy, frustrating moment in my life. It was when I was in secondary school. Yeah, uh, so this rumor came about me dating a guy, and you know the guy was my junior, like I was a year ahead of him in class. So, you know, we got close because. I don't know, it kind of just flew, um, we just kind of just went along with a lot of things, so we started talking and all. Then there was this incident that happened that made people, that was one of the most frustrating moments in my life. Like, there was this day that, this incident happened, so I am a twin. Sorry, I didn't mention that. I'm a twin, and I have a second, he's a boy. So... After school, we walked together to the junction before we taking a cab or grabbing a bike home. Then, so, you know, he's a guy. He moves with guy a lot. And it got to a point, you know, people of this world, if you, if, you, if, you, if you keep listening to people of this world, you'll be frustrated. And in fact, you will not know how to act. Do you know what happened? So, 
usually I move with them. I walk with him from school back onto the junction, then home. Then I started getting rumors that people said I like boys too much. Uh-huh. As in, I was confused. They said I like boys too much. I'm like, I have to walk with my twin brother at home because I can't leave him. So, you know, me walking with him automatically means me walking with boys. You know how boys can get now? They have to play football after class before they now finally carry themselves home. So, I you know girls do not want to wait. So, they leave me there and I'll just I'll be left with no option than to work with them. So, this particular day, after the rumor, I told him and I sat in there like, you know what, Kenny? I won't be working to, with you to Junction again. You'll be meeting me at the Junction and we'll go home together because I don't like the way people are talking about me. And he said, okay, it was fine by him. So that particular day, I moved with my girls and we went to the, I walked with my girls and we went to the junction. Unknown to me that Kelly was having a slight headache. So he was just sitting down at the school. So someone picked him up. He met one of our neighbors. Then that one, um, my neighbor picked him up. I told him I was going to be waiting for him at the junction, but my friend, you know, gossip and honor, girls just, we had to walk to the other junction. With the hope that if Kenny doesn't find me in the first junction, he's going to move down to the second junction. Then my brother just conveniently left me there and opted in. So, yeah, Felix and his friend were walking down. And when I saw them, I was like, oh, have you seen Kenny? And they told me that, no, they had the last set to come out of the school. And they did not see anybody that they left the school. I was like, no, Kenny cannot leave me now. That was not our agreement. So we sat together. They were just in. They said, okay, they are going to wait till I find Kenny. We were sitting down there for what looks like almost 30 minutes. Then when I couldn't find him, they were like, ah, that I should go home. That Kenny has gone. I was refusing that. No, he's not going to. He has he not planned on leaving me. That no, not someone that would have left me alone and something like that. You know, we walked down back to our school. We came back. Then, gosh. So, I was frustrated and they told me that, let's just walk down on home. So, we were walking down. Then, our school bus passed. Then, my classmate came out of the window and was shouting that, Hey, Taiwo, Kenny is sick. Are you? Yeah, yeah, following you boys. I'm like, what? You know, I was just shocked and I stopped. I'm like, what? And the bus moved. I was trying to say, what happened to Kenny? I was like devastated. So I had to walk back to school again. I said, no, that means Kenny is in school. So after what felt like hours, the boys convinced me to go back home. Then when I get home, guess what? I met my brother sleeping so soundly on our bed and I was so angry I pounced at him I was shouting and all then that was that he begged me and I apologized the next day was a bombshell mm. everybody just started they were like eh you are dating Felix it was a serious matter because I was confused there was no hour I was going to tell people that and they were going to believe me I was getting calls and everything then teacher the teachers called me to the staff room, told me I was this. Then the craziest thing happened. Some girls in his class double-crossed me. I was like, eh, so the boys in your class are not enough for you, blah, blah, blah. You are stealing our guy. And I'm like, I just got frustrated. And I'm like, yes, so if Felix is dating, that's because you guys are ugly and he sees nothing in you. So I'm sorry if he came to me to ask me out and I can't, couldn't 
resist because you know what felix is a cute guy and they were just shocked but before they could pounce on me i hesitated and i ran because i knew they were going to beat the hell out of me but that day was crazy it wasn't as it wasn't funny for me because i found it very disgusting and annoying because they were accusing me of dating somebody you know dating them was a big deal to me it's not like now i was like hey, why would i be dating so you know i had crushes in class now so you know what would my crush take of me and all oh, but it was it was it was all day chef. so um yeah that is one of my frustrating moments in um in my life and i hope you guys it was nice having you guys talking sharing my experience with you guys and i hope you really do enjoy it and please if you do leave a voice message and share with your family and friends bye assalamualaikum